0: Another day, another FPL pod. Jack, how are you?
1: Josh, very well, thanks. Yeah, really good, really good. So, yeah, I'm well. Been a tough week with the old Super League stuff. I was getting really stressed, getting really stressed about it.
0: Yeah, why think about FPL? You know, when there's bigger things in the game at the moment, but we'll see. It it, it feels like that's just been put to one side for me. I don't know what your thoughts on it, but I think. yeah, I mean That's I could not... do a
1: whole I could do a whole podcast on that.
0: <laughs> I was fuming. It did
1: I will say it made the Leeds Liverpool game seem strange to me. It made yeah. that watching that was weird. But now once they all started dropping out like the day after, it was it was a relief.
0: Yeah, um, as a Liverpool fan, it was like being the pantomime villains for oh. for a game. Um
1: very difficult yeah. for the fans, very, very difficult for the fans.
0: But hey, let's let's see, let's see what happens over the, the coming weeks. But for now, more important things to focus on what do we want to cover in today's pod jack just roughly so today
1: we thought we would as it's our first ever pod we thought it would be a nice idea to pay homage to the fpl resources that that we've been using over the years that have helped us as fpl managers and that we have, have i guess inspired us to do this podcast as well you know we've been consuming resources these resources for years they've grown and grown in number and i'd say increased in quality over the years and so for newcomers to fpl that are just starting or people that have been playing for the years that might not know about some of these other resources i think we've just collated the ones that we're aware of that we consume and we thought we'd just review them and give give our thoughts on them
0: yeah i know exactly where you're coming from like there's so many resources out there that's what we want to do trying to outline all of these give our little take on it our opinion for what it's mm. worth and then hopefully point people in the direction of what are the most important and essential ones to look at if you're looking to succeed in fbl
1: that's it josh yeah so what we've done is we've broken it down into into different platforms because everyone has their own preferred way of consuming content, don't they? And I hate I hate the term consuming content, but <laughs> everyone has the work everyone has their favorite way of of staying up to date and informed and and yeah, consuming media for one of a better term. So breaking it down into the different type of platform, I think was helpful. And then so we'll go platform by platform going through the big players in each platform and the most popular, most popular podcasts, the most popular YouTube channels, go through them all, give, give our thoughts. And, and, you know, it's a subjective view. We've got our favorites, some we don't like. Some of them are really popular that I don't like. Some of them aren't as well known that I absolutely love. So um, yeah, it's a very subjective thing and there's no, any favoritism is just our subjective view, isn't it? I think it's important to say
0: good nice early disclaimer there that's what i like to say yeah yeah yeah. you know yeah. this is this is just we don't know any we don't
1: <laughs> know any of these guys we don't know never interactive well i have interacted with a few of them a little bit but we don't know
0: them do we no exactly so, all right so moving on uh, we're going to start with the contents number one we're going to go as you said podcasts want to yeah. cover those there's quite a lot out there a lot to talk about next obviously a lot of websites that store all of this information in a slightly different format that you can access online, lots of different ways to, to access all of that. We've kind of lumped in some social media there as well. So you can get some news pages mm-hmm. through the social media pages.
1: It's websites, isn't it? That section. It's it's just websites. Yeah, sites. I think we started out with news. It's just websites now, but yeah, websites, the second
0: one. Indeed. And then next YouTube channels. So a little bit more interactive than You know, the podcasts might not always be able to just sit down and watch it, but, you know, you do get a little bit more from it, um, all the YouTube channels as well. And then specifically, I know I said we're going to cover some social media in in the websites and such, but Twitter, its own animal and beast here, because there's quite a lot of specific information you can get for these accounts that are out there. And then online tools, um, lastly, but not leastly, Mm -hmm. um, to cover. So a lot, a lot to cover. Um, a lot to cover,
1: yeah. A lot to cover. So yeah. So we'll go into the yeah. So for each of these, they'll be We'll go through the big players in each of these and the ones we think you should, you should give a try to.
0: Should we, Josh? Kick us off then, Jack. Um, All right. Podcasts. Podcasts. Thoughts, what are yeah, your thoughts?
1: My thoughts. So yeah, as you say, Josh, love podcasts. They've been around since the dawn of dawn of time, but they're an evergreen, ever present. Medium, and there are some. There are some just brilliant, brilliant FPL theme podcasts out there. Some of which have been going on for years, uh and that I've been listening to for years. The the first one, Josh. Let's just list them. Let's just go through them. We've got go them it. down. Let's just go through Hit them. Hit me. So for me, the da- the the best one out there. And we won't go. This isn't an ordered best to or worst. This is just mm. a list we've written down. But the best one that I think there is is a podcast called Always Cheating and that's by two guys so Josh and Brandon they're two american new york based guys and they host i'd say the most it's a it's the most professionally produced but it's also just the most entertaining and it's one of the most valuable in terms of content i think it covers all the bases really well you want entertainment you want good production value and you want useful content and i think these guys just cover it cover all those bases really well and they're a, they're a pleasure to listen to would you agree? I know you, you're an avid listener as well.
0: Yeah, there's there's a reason why we're mentioning them first, isn't it? And they're the top of our list to cover here is because I think it was the first name, first name on the team sheet, basically, when it came to podcasts. In terms of what we go there for, which is the FBL content, you know, what do we want to, who do we want to pick? What fixtures are coming up, give, giving us kind of sneak peeks and hints. They've got all of that, but, On top of that, as you said, the entertainment value is great. Two funny guys, and I think they do a lot sometimes to temper the kind of seriousness of FPL, Mm. which for a lot of players it is, um, with a kind of relaxing, enjoyable, fun side of it as well, just to remind ourselves that this is a game at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, I think they start every sort of season with a new mantra. They kind of try and go in with the philosophy. This one was make FPL fun again, you know, because it had been going that way of a lot of people taking it seriously, getting a bit depressed if they're not doing well. And they they're very, they're very thoughtful guys, aren't they? They're very um mindful, I would say, of of things of well being and things like that. So they they talk a lot about that and about how, you know, it's just a game. It's just a game and it. And, um, and sometimes you need to hear that, don't you? You need to hear someone remind you that it's just a game. If you had a horrible game week and you're really down on your luck, they I think they release one every Monday. So Monday it's right at the end of the game week, typically. Start your Monday morning off, listen to Toys Cheating. I think they, they record it on a Sunday Sunday evening in America. So for us, us Brits, we get it in the Monday. But yeah, I can't speak highly enough of them. I think they're, I think they're fantastic. If If I was going to criticise them, There'd be one, I'd say it's one of, also one of the most commercial podcasts. So there is, that comes maybe as a consequence of being the most popular and the best. They do, maybe an American capitalist way, they do, there are some ads in there. They record their own ads themselves. They, they're sponsored. They have a Patreon that they plug, which might put some people off. I don't care about it because it's so good, but, but I guess as a disclaimer, I think it's fair to say that they are like that.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I know what you're saying. It's it's hard to criticize them. And I guess the, you know, the the header that we want to put in this is, in my opinion, I think in your opinion too, they are the best. But I, I know what you mean. If we, if we were to criticize, you know, they are qu- quite commercial, as you said. Depending on, I think all of the podcasts are quite long in terms of, all, all, of the, all of them, not just Always Cheating, but or any podcast that you listen to. Um, so it is a kind of thing that you're going to need to free up you know like a a good hour so but i think as you get used to them they do cover you know similar segments throughout so you can kind of get used to what content they're going to cover in each section and kind of skip through as you choose but generally speaking like high quality as you said very professional they know what they're talking about they say it in a very eloquent and concise way they get the message across really well as well don't they
1: yeah i mean yeah in terms of presentation and skill on the mic if you like they are they're excellent you know back and forth really witty yeah it's a they're the one if you're going to listen to one make it them would be my to sum up, to some and us as well
0: and us, mainly, of course they're,
1: they're the they're they're the they're the bomb
0: they we play. can't review ourselves anyway um exactly. so it's hard that's a hard act to follow Um it is. we started with the best but Shall we follow it? So next you've got F- FML, FBL. Uh, thoughts? Thoughts on these guys? I'll go I'll
1: go again. Yeah, cool. So FML, FBL, they've been around a long time again. So they're an OG. When uh, Years ago when I was starting to dabble in a bit more seriously and looking for content, FML, FBL were there, along with the always cheating guys and the, and the scout that we'll come on to. They've, they've been in the game a long time. Again, two American guys. Now I have not listened to these guys for a year a couple of years now I think because I just found them to be what I was thinking about is if always cheating a if always cheating the justice league they're the FMLFBL of the suicide squad aren't they they are like rough and ready swearing they don't they don't give a fuck do they these guys they are and that's part of their charm so they are they'll call players out they'll play the game very differently they're very opinionated they they fight on air between each other. Sometimes they, <laughs> they, but for me, it's a bit too much. To me, it's a bit too garish and a bit It's a bit too negative for me. Those guys are, but they know what they're doing. They're very, again, they're they're good production wise, and they're they're knowledgeable about the game. I would I'd also say, but not for me. These guys is 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 how I'd sum them up.
0: Yeah, I I know we discussed a little bit. Like when we were planning, and I remember listening to them originally, and I think it's a case of they're a very different energy. They bring a very different energy to the always cheating guys. And I think it's like a hundred mile an hour, as you said. If there could be pyrotechnics, then they would be there. And I think it is a kind of thing of I I think the first time I listened to them, I was going for a run, and it's just full on. It is (laughs) as you said, you can't really avoid any of the content. You can't really focus anywhere else. It's just almost shouted at you. But like you said, they. They are knowledgeable and they do give their opinion. So, you know, if you're if you're gonna take from as many places as possible, then they do they do bring a lot of value themselves. But I'm with you on this. Not exactly my cup of tea, but a lot a lot another place to go if you're if you're just gonna listen to all I of them out there.
1: I'd definitely try them. I'd definitely give them a go. Yeah. If you're if you're new to it, you're looking for a new podcast, they're definitely worth trying because it's they're a marmite, marmite bunch. Love them or hate them
0: Love them or hate him. There you go. Perfect. Two down. So on to now Green Arrow FPL. Yes. Yeah, um, so... I'm going to have to leave this one with you because I don't think I've ever listened to these guys. So... Yes,
1: that's that's cool. So it's a podcast by the uh, the FPL Hub guys. So we'll come on to the websites. But the, the FPL Hub is, is very much one of two big fantasy football sites. So you've got the Hub. And you've got the scout, FPL scout. So they're the two big dedicated fantasy football websites out there. And they're very similar. They're very, um, they're obviously rivals, but they, they have very similar things and and similar types of content. So I think last year, maybe or might've been this year, FPL scout came out with a podcast called the FPL black box. And that was with two of the popular scout members and then the FPL Hub, and I, I apologize if I'm wrong on this history, but they then mirrored that with a podcast of their own called The Green Arrow. Two-person dynamic, which works really well, I think. Works for the Always Cheating guys and the and the Scout guys. But again, two very knowledgeable, this time British guys, they are they're they're more stats-based, I would say, than um, than the Always Cheating and the F, FML FPL guys, and a bit more, a bit more reserved. But they are in a kind of British, British way. But they they're very easy to listen to. Very experienced managers, FPL managers on there with amazing rankings. So they're they're sort of like weird celebrities in the FPL world. Some of them. But again, very insightful. I'd say it's nothing. It's nothing amazing and special. But it's it's very well done and 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 worth a listen. And there's, yeah, there's not more, not much else to say on that really. Yeah, some really good, really good good content
0: yeah like you said if there's anything like the websites or those two podcasts linked to the websites then it's going to be good because the resources they kick out are top notch so um good that's another yeah. one to follow let's move on to our fourth podcast we've mm-hmm. got who got the assist yeah so
1: who got the assist I probably might. they're probably my second favorite after always cheating so who got the assist there are a bunch of british guys extremely it's almost their their thing is to be stats based so that it's quite stat heavy stuff looking at interesting statistics like xg xa they were the first guys to really start talking about that and they go even deeper than that with kind of different coming at the game with different a different angle if you like of a, of an underlying stat that you might not be aware of very very likable funny guys tom who's on twitter who trolls their accounts a really nice guy they sometimes have different guests on that are very interesting and yeah and it's got a more of a charming whilst we praise the always cheating guys for being professional and very well produced there's just a kind of charming air of who got the assist of it. it's just a bunch of guys in their bedrooms chatting you know it's mm-hmm. not it hasn't been commercialized in that way which is part of its charm and back in the day they used to there used to be old podcasts that aren't on anymore. And it just was a bunch of guys huddled around a little microphone talking about it. And there's something really charming about that. And I think these guys retain that despite being very popular. So I think they should be, uh, they should be praised for that.
0: Nice. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. I think um, I haven't listened to them as much as always cheating, but then that is my fave. But I think, like you said at the beginning, the first thing I think about them is, you know, stat driven kind of analysis and, not to pigeonhole them but that's what I kind of see that as a go to place to gather all of that and then get your conclusions
1: yeah that's fair yep yeah, very good very
0: well worth worth a try excellent uh, and then we've got scoutcast
1: scoutcast yeah so these are these are the ogs these are the very fir- the very very first guys to to make start producing fpl content legend of the game called mark set it up with a few of his mates uh and he and these guys so they've run the scout fans football scout website the scout cast is their their equivalent podcast that's been going on for over 10 years easily now um yeah i don't know when it exactly started and they've just carried it on now with uh i believe a guy called mark hosts it now who's who's really good Celebrities of the game, you know, if you search for FPL podcast, this will be the first one that comes up really good, consistently good content, great tips, great advice on who to get fascinating tracking the guys doing its teams. It's I mean, it's it is the staple one that that most people will listen to, I think, Um, and they kind of set the template for an FPL podcast. They're the OGs. They are they're the original guys. I think they're probably not—they're not the best in field in any area in terms of entertainment stats, production, but they're very good at all of them. They're very solid. Yeah, and there's there's not much else to say. Definitely worth definitely worth a listen. They cover they cover all the bases, and yeah, you gotta gotta respect them. Gotta respect them.
0: Gotta respect them. Uh, yeah, rounded and reliable. I think that's as as you yeah. said. I mean, fantasy football scout just the affiliation to that and that kind of speaks everything that it, it has to about them really doesn't it um yeah you're gonna get a lot of value a lot of value defo defo Poifect and then 59th minute from the, the fbl general
1: yeah have you listened to any of these
0: i have not listened to 59th minute so, so inform cool. me i am our listeners in this that's case. fine
1: josh well uh, let me tell you about the fbl general so he's he's a one-man guy a scottish guy um, and he's one of the all-time great FPL managers. So he's, you know, his his previous ranks are ridiculous. Like, all like several top one thousand finishes. Really, really knowledgeable, astute, fantasy football manager. And I believe his podcast now is part of the Athletic sort of family that are taking okay. over the internet at the moment. But he is he's a really really likable, softly spoken, down to earth. Scottish dude. And he just for, again it's a cliche, but he kind of tells it like it is. He kind of just says what he's thinking. It's just and it has that vibe of just a guy in his attic chatting to himself about FPL. Really kind of fun. He's not he's not like a hilarious dude, but it is a it's quite a charming setup and just a very like a almost fascinating insight into an expert's like a, a freakishly good FPL player's mind, just hearing a guy hearing one stream of consciousness because it's quite rare that just one person does a podcast. And it's uh, so it's quite a unique setting, but very good, easy to listen to. Yeah. And fair play to him. He's doing that on his own. You know, that's a very difficult thing, but no one to bounce off. So well worth a listen. If you are just, if you're after the insight of one experts mental state, if you like and, and mm. the thought process of one guy, because that is a, that's a fascinating thing.
0: So I'm going to assume a lot of that is him talking about his team and his decision-making. Cause I mean, I think they they all do that. All the podcasts do that to an extent, but obviously a lot of the ones that are, you know, have two of them or maybe more, they tend to bounce off and talk about topics and subjects at a greater, uh, kind of a bigger picture, don't they? They Um, do. Yeah. Which you, which you can kind of tap into if you maybe, have players or looking at players or fixtures that they're not looking at whereas i'm guessing with this one is he mainly covering his his own kind of team or is it kind of getting past that
1: it's exactly yeah and that's what i like i like like i have different favorite parts of podcasts and one of them is when they get to their own team seeing how they've done and what they're well, and the best bit I think is what their plan moves are and the best bits of a podcast could come out of that. I think of like, okay, here's who's on my watch list. Here's who I didn't go for, but I wish I'd gone for da da da. Cause I think a lot of the, a lot of the time the pod certain podcasts go over the same mantras, you know, Oh, sh- do, should we go? I test or should we go stats? Should we do this? Should we do this? Should we do that? And they, there is a lot of repetition of content within them. Something we should try and avoid. Mm. But yeah, with the general, it's very much his team, his moves, his mindset. If he has a bad week, how is he going to climb out of it? And just his tip, his own rules that he makes for himself are fascinating to hear.
0: Yeah. Nice one. Well, we finished the podcast section with a salute to the general. Great. Yeah, I'll always salute him. Thank you, General. He's good. Thank you, General. I'll listen, General. I promise. I promise, General. Um, <laughs> so uh, next, that's podcast done um next news sites so as you said this is kind of covering websites in general um Mm -hmm. and the top of the list not top but first of the list i should say we have reddit and its subreddits notably the fantasy premier league or fantasy pl subreddit so talk to me why should one look at this subreddit everyone should but why should one look at it
1: yeah yeah so yeah, the fantasy PL subreddit. It's the it was the first tool that I it was the first online resource I started using. I think for 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 FPL, um, you know, I'd use Reddit for years. Absolute Reddit addict, as as many of us are. But yeah, the fantasy Reddit serves lends itself really well to fantasy football and the things that you want to know about. So someone's always on there posting the latest news. If there's an injury, if there's a press conference if there's a game going on right now you can follow a stream of, of the game happening price changes that happen overnight there's an instant bot that posts the price changes as soon as they they occur and then of course you've got the chat forum element of each of those things so you can get into good debates with people and i'd say where it has an advantage over twitter is Twitter, it's, everyone knows what Twitter's like. It's loads of noise, and it's very hard to filter out what's good. Because of Reddit's upvoting and downvoting structure, if you just visit the hot or the popular element of, of the FPL subreddit, it's done that filtering for you. And so you've got the really good bits of content you need to know about or the good, really interesting conversation topics that are going on. Um, and so it's if you're going to visit one site, Visit the the FPL subreddit is the is the one I would say is the is the best to visit because of those
0: reasons. I agree entirely. Like it's just an intense source <laughs> or very gathered source of everything you need at the time that you need it because of the upvoting, as yeah. you said. Like the the point that you need it, it will most likely be at the top of, very close to the top of the list. So yeah. right before the game week deadline is about to reach you've got the captaincy poll which i generally look at yeah get an idea of what most people are thinking not really my thing but the rate my teams as well if you want to throw your team out there for the reddit community to uh, to comment on then you can do that yeah i agree with you entirely it's just very specific bits of information which you're going to look at at any point during the week or during the game week itself Totally,
1: it's a great, it's, and it can be hilarious, can't it? As well, it can be so funny. On the rant, they have a rant thread oh, every time the uh, every time the game week's ongoing, and it's it's so funny. People's, people go and mental about it. It's, you know, if you want, and if you want to have events, vent, just go on there, write a comment, rage. It's it's, it's a great outlet.
0: Uh, um, I also <laughs> I also like to use it for going to the subreddits of each team sometimes to look at their rec- recommended their opinion on what, what the starting lineups will be uh,
1: interesting uh, i don't do that actually that is yeah that is good because it isn't just yeah the, the subreddit of fpl the other teams obviously all have their own subreddits yeah yeah
0: so especially with my i mean i'm thinking of man city here and the bold fraud himself of course uh, pep but I, I still like go on there go to their breakdown of you know the ex- upcoming fixture and what they think the lineup will be. I know it's just a shot in the dark with them, but some other teams that have more nailed nailed on lineups they're generally pretty good.
1: Yeah, very good. Yeah, Reddit is it's just an infinite infinite pool of wisdom, isn't it really? It's it's a fascinating thing.
0: Okay, so now we mentioned it a little bit Instagram and Facebook. So we've included this, but I know that neither of us really rely on it that much hmm. to gather information but we will obviously need to mention it um so what are your thoughts on using insta and facebook
1: yeah insta instagram and facebook i mean that they'd be the go-to they're almost ripe you would think for a great set of resources for fantasy football because there's so many people on them they're the most visited sites in the world aren't they certainly the most visited social media sites but for me it just feels there isn't the depth and richness of the con of FPL content on those. It's very much just people posting up their team and asking for quick tips on it. And it's often a rubbish team, you know. It's not because the content isn't moderated in any way, I think, on on Instagram and Facebook, it's just splurge of in the in the fantasy football groups on there, it's just a splurge of people people just posting up their shitty teams. I don't know. It's just not, it doesn't have anywhere near the value of these other, these other resources that we've, that we've gone over. Um, that's at least, uh, unless I may be missing a, you know, a massive group that I should be in or, or something, but I feel like I would have stumbled across it now, you know, as good as the algorithms are, I'd feel like it would have, I'm not, I will say I'm not a big Instagram user at all so I've still got a Facebook account that I go on but Instagram I just haven't engaged with in the slightest so I don't know maybe you'll have a better you, I'm sure you'll have a better insight on that to me what do you what do you think
0: no I agree with you I think um because they're so used in terms of the volume of traffic that they get through it's like Twitter um that you mentioned before I think it, it's hard to find the diamond in the rough isn't it like you can mm. you don't know what is reliable and what you know you need to just skim over so when you're when you're kind of challenged with that versus the other websites which we've mentioned and the podcast which we've mentioned so far of course you go to the others you, you know you wouldn't you wouldn't spend time trying to get that information from facebook Insta. so mm. yeah so but i mean if anyone if anyone does know any great places to get information then please you know hit us us. up
1: yeah please tell us by all means
0: correct us um, great. So that's our news sites done. Uh, let's move on to YouTube channels. So mm-hmm. do you want to kick us off with let's yeah. talk FPL? What do you think? of? Yeah. This? Well, I mean, him?
1: well, I mean, what I would say about YouTube in general is I, I love YouTube. Like I, I probably consume more content on YouTube than any other platform nowadays, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. It's like, a, yeah, I think it's, it's taking over YouTube. I would say it's the most, It's the it's the fastest growing one, and it's because of how easy it is to to browse content on there and upload content for the creators, sort of short and big. It's the it's it's got the full cocktail of of what makes a great platform, I think. Because with a podcast, are fantastic. Like you say, you go for a run or a or going on a trip or a walk or have it on in the background while you're cooking for like an hour but youtube has it has those but it also has the 5 10 minute short videos of a captaincy three best captains or a, mm. you know what i mean it, whereas a podcast wouldn't create that um, so i yeah i absolutely love youtube and yeah again we're starting with probably what i would i i, I don't know if this is my favorite but he's definitely my most watched because of how regular and how professional he is with creating the content um, and that's the Let's Talk Andy at Let's Talk FPL. He's uh, he's one guy. He works for the Fancy Football Scout, but he also has his own separate channel called Let's Talk FPL. I think it's the most. I think it's the second most followed FPL related channel actually. After another guy, we'll we'll talk about. But yeah, Andy, I think he's successful because he's he's a very down to earth, regular dude. <laughs> Just such a standard guy really nice guy comes across really well but doesn't come across flashy or arrogant or or any of those things and just gives his own gives his honest thoughts and that's what you want from a from a guy like that and and he's a very 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 good uh, FPL player i think he was in the top 1k fairly recently i don't know if he's just dropped out of it but yeah fantastic FPL manager very likable guy and as you want with youtube and especially in lockdown you want those regular updates and he i think he posts three or four videos a week which is which is ideal as a complete content addict like myself
0: yeah no i think um i don't watch youtube as much as i listen to the podcast just because Mm. that's my preferred platform because i'm often doing things when i'm trying to listen to the the, uh... you're an
1: intellectual aren't you you're an intellectual no, a, i am th- think I'm, I'm a just scummy, Yeah.
0: You're a yeah, it's okay. To you're say a visual it, learner. I'm an <laughs> you know an autological learner. That's, that's all <laughs> it is. Um but yeah, the the parts that I have watched, um I think it's it's apparent straight from the beginning how knowledgeable he is. Um also you know he he, he shows visuals um and stats from a lot of the other resources that we've mentioned, it's it's clear how he's so deeply embedded in all of this that we're talking about now. Mm. And a perfect example of how, you know, if, if you take a few of these um, resources, you, you can gather a pretty good picture quite quickly. But I think as well, what I found him to be is in such a short period of time, which compared to the podcasts, he's so good at picking out key topics. And key mm-hmm. questions for the upcoming, you know, one, two, three, or four game weeks. Um, it covers all the essential things that people would have, like the the top kind of, you know, three questions they'd have about their team or the fixtures or, or you know, who to captain, whatever. And you know, that's that's a pretty good gift, really, considering. Yeah, he's you know, got. It's, it's he's, a one-way flow of information, isn't it? So
1: he's got the knack for sure. And he's another good thing about YouTube is they'll occasionally do sort of live streams where they'll have the people commenting live as they're talking. Um, and he's just got the perfect balance of engagement with the chat, but also just slaps down people who are giving, <laughs> are trolling him. You know, he's very good at that as well. He just doesn't take any... I think he, the other day, he um, or the other week or whatever, he sort of joked about who he was going to bring in and then the deadline passed and he revealed his team and it was a different player that he said... And you know, loads of people in the chat going, Oh, you da, da, da you've you've picked the wrong person. You said you'd pick this. I've been copying your team and you've screwed me over. And he was just like, mate, what are you you know, get get a life. <laughs> like it's a game and you shouldn't be copying. Well, you copying my team anyway, that kind of thing. And just didn't let it bother him. Whereas I think a lot of you know, a lot of people on social media would worry about having let someone down like that, whereas he he didn't. Um, which is great. Yeah, Andy, really good, really good YouTube channel.
0: Gold star, gold star. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Next, we have FPL tips. So, me being the non-YouTube consumer, I I don't know. Tell me about FPL tips. Who is this? Is it one person? Is it multiple people? So yeah, um, give me that
1: FPL tips. So he's probably the OG YouTuber, FPL YouTuber. So he has the most follows. Uh, on YouTube of any um, of any fantasy uh, YouTuber, uh, but he he's brilliant because he you never see his face. All his videos are about three or four minutes long, and they're just super simple—an update of how his team's gone, what he's going to do for the next week, and I think another type of video is the three best captains for the week, and that's it—that's all he's ever done for years and years and years. Built up a following because they're so clean super clean graphics on the videos, bite-sized, tiny videos, no fat whatsoever, like no fat, all just information, nice little music in the background as he's going through his team, done and dusted. And it's just uh, a beautiful little example of how YouTube can be great for long-form content, but also brilliant for bite-sized, short content. And he's an amazing, amazing FPL player as well. He's with a ridiculous history. So, yeah, he's the perfect cocktail, really, of of what he's a poster boy, really, of what YouTube can do for a good FPL content creator. Yeah, so I'd definitely check him out. Definitely. He's, 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 I'd say he's essential viewing, essential FPL viewing.
0: Let me just note him down in my pad. Yeah, there you go, Josh. Uh, mm-hmm. uh oh, you were describing Seer at the beginning there. Never see <laughs> the face, three to four minute videos with one-liners. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Great
0: FBL tips. Thing. Another another top tip for YouTube channels. Next, we've got Scout and Hub.
1: Yeah, so just clumping these together really, because as I've said, they're so they're they're very different. They're they're distinct platforms, obviously, but very similar in terms of their size and what they do. And they they the main thing they do on YouTube is upload their podcasts that we've talked about already. um But they do have unique videos that they post up there. So good a really good one is the best captain that the scout do. So they have a dedicated long video on who are the captaincy options for this week, where I think Dave and, uh, and the host, who I I should know his name, Dave and the host go through the captain in quite good, really good level of detail, go through the captaincy options for the week, which is a, is a great watch. And they also do a really good one on Friday that covers all the press conferences that happened on the Thursday, just two of them chat through all the news that there is. So again, really good detail. Again, it's like, it's not the most entertaining. Like they're not the most; they're just dudes, you know. They're just guys like us, really into FBL. So they're not like natural on-screen entertainers, but they are really nice guys. Come across well and, and deliver great, really useful information.
0: And same goes for the hub. So you're looking at your audience members that just want to go for information. If you want the facts, that's where you go.
1: Just want the facts. Just want the cold, cold hard facts. Go Scout and Herb, yeah. Cold FPL Tips, facts. brilliant for bite-sized expert following of one team. And then Let's Talk FPL is like, if you want daily content, he's the man to follow. If you want to watch YouTube every day on it,
0: go for Andy. Great. I don't want any entertainment. I just want FPL directly you don't want intravenously you don't want to into my veins.
1: This isn't about a laugh, is it? It's not about having a good time. FPL oh, is no. about... It's about cold hard figures. It's about bragging rights for the game week. That's what it is. That is exactly what it's about. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Jeez.
0: Great. Okay. So um, that wraps up YouTube channels. Uh, Next, we are looking at Twitter. So we've got a few, few accounts to cover. You're just going to want to follow all of them, I think, because it's just so easy to do that. But we're going to start at the top with. You've labeled. I'm not going to steal this from you, but you've labeled him as the fixtures legend, which I think fixtures, is you know, legend. Pretty true. It's the man himself, Ben Krellen.
1: Ben Crelan. Yep. Yeah. So if you just, you're just just going to follow one account on Twitter, if you're just going to open it, make an account, follow one, and just make yourself follow one, like a lot of some people tend to do, don't they? Because they want to be seen to have one followed. It's boring. James followers. Billingham,
0: right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Oh exactly. wait. No. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <him>. That's it. <laughs> Follow two accounts, follow Boring James on this one. Yeah. Um, no, but it's, yeah, Ben Crellin is the guy, the guy on Twitter for FPL. So he, and that, the reason for that is he has a knack for predicting 20, 30 weeks into the future of when the blank game weeks and the double game weeks will be. So even before the official fantasy site updates it. So he can look into the future with the cup fixtures, what's shared, What said what, games have been postponed when they're likely to get postponed to and comes out with this amazing spreadsheet that he gives to that's a a globally accessed spreadsheet of when that, which teams exactly blank and when they double. And it's just that is that if any piece of resource is going to give you an edge over your casual friends in your leagues, it's this piece of content because you can plan your players knowing there's a blank game week, you can sell them five weeks before Whereas on the FPL website, they might only put that blank game week on two weeks before. But yeah, he's an absolute genius. Rarely ever gets it wrong. And just a fantastic resource to use. Yeah, Do you follow him?
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to. I think like you said, yeah. if you want to evolve from a, the type of player who looks at one to two game weeks to kind of four, five, six, or even maybe even further, you have to follow him. It's like you know, if you're a grandmaster at chess who's playing like ten, ten moves ahead, it's probably Ben Crennan who's telling them what moves to make. If FPL was yeah, chess, no
1: doubt, no doubt, he's the guru. He is the, he's the man. Indeed. Know just just face, follow him.
0: Don't know what his face looks like. To be fair, no, I think his pictures on
1: there. Yeah, I think his his profile picture is
0: of him, but maybe a bit a bit
1: far if away. I saw him on
0: the street. I need to thank the guy.
1: He has, he has appeared on podcasts before, I think in some of the podcasts you mentioned like a very rare appearance, but um, I think who got the assist guys had him on.
0: But yeah, brilliant, uh-huh. brilliant guy. Excellent. So yeah, that's a must. And then another Ben, Ben mm. time dinnery. Yeah. Ben, the two Ben's. Um, so Ben dinnery
1: is, is like Ben krellen but for injury news. So he, so he's not, he doesn't claim to be fantasy football based to be fair to him. He's just is the, I think he works for a company that specialises in injury updates of, of athletes, but he, he is the man with the finger on the pulse of which players are injured. How long are they injured for? So it will come out. He's, he's often the source of the injury news that gets spread around Twitter or Reddit or the community generally. So if you follow him, you're, you've got, you know, you've got your finger on the source, And if you hear a rumour about a player, but it, he's not mentioning it, then it's likely it's, it's bollocks. Um, and he's great at responding. If people ask him what to deal with this, he'll respond as well. So that's, that's another good thing.
0: Uh, yes, because you can't rely on, you know, looking at actual football players, FPL accounts anymore, considering that uh, it looks like the FPL yeah. teams have stopped them from doing that. <laughs>
1: Uh, yes yeah. so you, you need dean to rely smith. on ben
0: <laughs> cheers dean thanks dean yeah
1: dean smith jack greelish spot on our bed but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah definitely definitely follow him for for that sort of news because just speaking generally on twitter so much false information gets swarmed around there more much more so than somewhere like reddit because of that because reddit just naturally filters out the the bullshit whereas people can spread and circulate rumours on Twitter. If someone's got a high following and decides to make up something, then then that can happen. That especially happened or used to happen a lot more with the lineup leaks before they moved the deadline back half an hour. So the FPL deadline used to be exactly when the first team sheet got released, didn't it? So I think last year, especially loads of these team leak accounts people realize if you leak a lineup you'll get a load of followers instantly so people would just make up a lineup hope it's correct get a load of followers and then claim to be a claim to be a um a guru wouldn't they so that is that we haven't actually gotten written down but i should have written him down so i'd say the other i'd say these three are the ones to follow so there's a guy called fpl rockstar and he's now known really as the only reliable Lineup leaker when he gets information and he doesn't line he doesn't leak every lineup at all. He'll just say when he has a leak and he's never ever wrong. It's mainly Liverpool to be fair to him that he that he gets. He, I think he's, he he does have a source in Liverpool, but
0: yeah, he's he's the one to do for for lineup leaks. So we've got a fixtures legend, an injury legend, and a line, lineup legend.
1: That's it. That's and that's the bread and butter. That's what you need really.
0: Two Benz and FBL Rockstar. Sorted. Yeah. Um, but we, we do have more. There is more. And I mean, we there's loads as we come back to a name which <clears> we've mentioned already. Give him another salute. It's the FBL general.
1: Yeah, we've already I mean we've already said everything we said about his podcast goes for his Twitter account. Really good, really good. He's active on Twitter quite a lot. Fantastic. Give him a Give them a follow. Same goes for the scout and the hub. Again, they're in all, they're in all of these because they're across every platform. <laughs> but the guys on the scout and the hub will be they they're good because they engage with the community. You know, they they post polls they they ask they ask questions they engage they respond to stuff. So that's what I like about about these guys that they they do a lot to foster the community rather than just you know pump out content and link to those content on Twitter. They actually do engage. So I think that's important. Um, important on Twitter.
0: Perfect, so that finishes up our recommendations for Twitter accounts to follow Lastly, we're going to cover online tools um, and we're going to start with FPL Game Week Cool, FPL Game Week Yeah, so this
1: one FPL Game, I've only discovered FPL Game Week I think last year I discovered it, but it is the it makes the fantasy Premier League website itself completely redundant um, like I only log, I only ever go to the Fantasy Premier League site to make my transfer, set my team up, and then I leave it during a game week. I'll never check it because because of it just doesn't update as quickly as FPL game week. It doesn't. It obviously doesn't update any bonus points instantly. It doesn't show auto subs until the game week is finished. It doesn't update the leagues quickly. Like you have to wait till the game week's finished till the leagues update. So I used to do all that, and you just had to calculate in your head, okay, have I beat this guy? When did, So his guy on the bench will come on, and then, oh, but then he'll not come on. Oh, but there's a bonus point here that's going to be added. So FPL Game Week just does all that for you. So it just has your league. You can log in. Um, well, you don't log in. You just put in your ID, your FPL ID. Go to the page. It gives you this lovely dashboard. It has all the teams in the league. You pick the league you want, to, your mini league you want to look at, all the teams in those leagues, click on any team and it brings up a comparison with your team, shows you which players they have and you don't have. But I think my favourite feature of it is it shows you how important the players in your team are in terms of getting points in your league. So if everyone owns Salah in your league, Salah has a naught percent rating of importance in your league because if he scores, then everyone gets a point. Whereas, if you've got Ollie Watkins and only five players out of 40 have Ollie Watkins, then he's, I've given myself difficult maths to do there. But <laughs> he's five, you know, he is much more weighted and important than, than Salah would be. So you then know, okay, which of my players am I actually rooting for here? Because if Salah scores, then. I don't really give a shit, but if Ollie Watkins scores, oh my God, yes, I've really gotten a relative boost on my other team. So that's another feature. It's got loads of stats. It shows you who's played every chip in your league. It shows you the top 10K, your players compared to the top 10K. It shows you your live rank, your overall rank, based on how your players are doing now. Um, Any team, any player that's missed a game that's in your starting lineup, it automatically brings in the sub that will come on for them so you know your live points. You can filter the league by the game week points, by how many points they've got this month so you know who's doing better for the month and for the week. It's basically everything that the the official site should be and it's miles ahead of it so I really cannot recommend it enough. That was a long rant but I'm very passionate about a field
0: game week. It's, I think it's the best thing ever. I know, I mean... I think you've described it as the goat in our notes and that description uh, is exactly why it is the goat. So there's Mm. nothing more I can add. The only thing in addition that I found pretty useful is it's really easy to switch between your mini leagues as well um, with all of Mm. that information easily accessible. So I can't remember if you mentioned that, but that's there as well. So that if you had vested interest in many, then you can easily switch and do all of those things that you just mentioned.
1: Yeah, there's nothing it on the on the main web, the official site that gives you more than what this site gives you. You click on every fixture, it shows you the bonus points. There's a live feed, so whenever something happens that affects your point total, it gives you that. So if DS, you've got DS, he gets the yellow card, it'll pop up in the feed, the live feed, and it'll tell you the imp, the effective impact of that. So I'm just, as it happens, we're recording as Man City play now. DS has played over 60 minutes. So it says, okay, you got plus one point, but your impact is plus 0. 0.7 points because other people have DS. So it's just, I just love it. I just absolutely love
0: it. There we go. As a stats man, I can tell. It's, no, uh, it's a dream. It's, it's a dream. one for you. Indeed. <laughs> um, so it seems sad to mention it correctly, after FBL game week, but Anupla,
1: Anupla. I don't know how to pronounce it. A new PLA, maybe. Yeah,
0: a new... I don't know. I don't know. I just put Anupla, but Anupla would probably make more yeah. sense. Yeah, I don't know what PLA would stand
1: for, but yeah, but a new A-Nup- a new PLA is A-Nupla, does a similar yeah. thing. Yeah, maybe does a similar thing to. And it was there before FBL game week, and it was my go-to um, for the league. But it gives a nice filterable table for your mini league. Shows you how. So you can filter it by who's taken the most hits, who's got the most points for the week. And it is a live update like FPL game week. So it's better than what you see on the the Premier League site. Only issue is it has been completely eclipsed by FPL game week. There is a nice tool on there that gives you some stats for you as a manager yourself for your whole season, which is quite nice. Some nice graphs of how your season's getting on compared to the average and things. So it is nice for that. But I would say FPL Game Week has sort of made it a bit redundant, sadly. But but a legend of a site because it's been around for so long,
0: so worth a mention. Yeah, like you said, it's it's a shame. It's a shame, and obviously a bonus to us that yeah. FPL Game Week is there because it's so good. Yeah. Next, we've got Game Change. Tell game us change. about Game Change. So this is a
1: this is a shameless plug. So this is actually my website that I built originally for to write some game reviews on, but I. I dabbled a bit with the FPL API, which is like the um, effectively as a developer, you can summon data, and call data from the FPL database using certain endpoints, URLs. So I just dabbled with it and I've put together some tools on there. They're all pretty standard tools. The most popular one is the, the what if machine. So it shows you if you'd left your team completely alone from day one, how many points you would be on if you just left it because I found that that was a common question managers ask themselves. You know, should I make these transfers or what if I just fucking leave it? You know, if I hadn't made that transfer, that player scored more. So it shows you that accumulated throughout the season. And that's proved quite popular. Obviously, it's these the tools I've made really are just gimmicks there. So there's a what-if machine, there's a league that shows you your mini-league's what-if scores if you just left them and who'd be top of your league there's like a you versus the average score each week graph and you can one where you can compare against a single other player, things like that I've just dabbled with, but yeah, the what if machines easily been the most popular one. And yeah, people seem to find that kind of morbidly fascinating to, to check out.
0: Yeah. I like it. I mean, I'm not just saying that cause you're, you're yeah, thanks, talking with me, but uh, when you care so much like we do, and like so many people do, but FBL, you, you just want some fun stuff every now and again as well. And yeah. a lot of those things are just really fun things to do. Although you do, your heart is in your mouth a little bit when you press that generate button. With yeah, the you, don't machine you don't want to see it. Because if you're, if the if you were better off not making any transfers and that is a sad, sad day. Exactly, man. Cool. So next we have FPL.guru. Um, yeah. So I don't use this. So hit me up, give me the lowdown.
1: Yeah, this is a really nice one. It's recently been remade, um, but it used to be it just had really nice visual stats based on your own team. And it showed you how little graphs showing you how you've done, how your overall rank has gradually fared over the season, how you've done against the average over the season, um, how your captain stats have been over the season compared to the average uh what and a really nice feature is how your transfers have done over the season so how have they given you plus points or negative points compared to how they would have done so when you played your wild card how many points has that given you since then or how many points has it taken away so it's a really good yeah just a really hand again it's not like wow this is in depth that anal- analysis but it's just fun it's a bit like the game change stuff where it's just fun fun facts about how your season's going yeah. Then that's, and that's it really worth yeah. a check. Really clean site, really nice, nice site to look at.
0: Lots of visuals for our visual learners out there. Visually, that's why I like know, it. You're repping. That's there you like go. I
1: Josh. Knew exactly. it.
0: I knew it. Perfect. And there we go. So that's all the resources covered, covered so many different things to pick up on there. Lots for people to look into ready for uh, the next FBL season um so yeah the the caveat that we'd like to add in is obviously this is some of our favorites our go-tos um but there's lots of other resources out there that we haven't covered maybe because you know we're we're not as familiar with them or you know because they're not our favorite basically um but uh that's that's basically all the ones we want to share with everyone and uh yeah jack any other comments for for our listeners out there
1: yeah, no, good to get, yeah, good to, good to sort of vent our thoughts on them. I would say now the season has ended, loads of, and there, there are more every year, aren't there? There are just way more every year that get that get popped out. At the end of this season, people tweeting out resources that sort of gave end of season summaries that I'd never heard of. So it was, you know, keep your ear to the ground on Twitter, on Reddit, more and more people are interacting with the API, making their own tools, making new podcasts, making new sites. Um yeah, and every year, every year there's more and more good stuff. So we'll probably do another one of these next summer, and there'll be a whole new array of uh,
0: resources that we've been using through the year.
1: But yeah, yeah, good find stuff. Some
0: more uh, find some more hidden gems. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect. So that's that's it from us. And uh, yeah, tune in next time, I guess.
1: Yeah. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Josh. Cheers. Thanks, Jack. See you. Bye, bye now. Bye bye. bye. <laughs>